Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Vaccine push intensifies. Beer and a shot. I got two free tickets to Six Flags. Ransom hacks. It's becoming much more brazen. Young attackers target cops. It's 12. I didn't know how to fire an AK-47. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It's being called a national month of action, the drive to boost COVID-19 vaccinations by the 4th of July, a key pandemic target date for President Biden. Many vaccination sites will be offering extended hours during the month of June, including pharmacies that will be open 24 hours every Friday night. 63 percent of U.S. adults have had at least one vaccine shot. The goal by the 4th is 70 percent. 18 million more of us will need to roll up our sleeves. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky on CBS This Morning. June is going to be the month of weddings and the month of vaccination. What this month is going to be about is meeting people where they are, understanding the information that they need, the resources that they need. CBS's Nancy Cordes says if people need incentives, there are plenty. Free beers from Anheuser-Busch. Let's grab a beer, America. Major League Baseball is stepping up to the plate, too. Free tickets for fans who get vaccinated at the game. States and cities are loading on the incentives, too. First, I thought it was a scam. In Maryland, Deidre Egan was the first person to get the call. She won $40,000. I was like, whoa, let me pull over. We're going to give away a million dollars. In West Virginia, the governor is raffling off cash, trucks, and even firearms to those who get the shot. We're going to give five custom hunting rifles and five custom Hunting shotguns away. New cyber attacks have targeted New York City's subways and a summer ferry service in Massachusetts. CBS's Jeff Pegues reports they follow a major attack this week that has the FBI investigating. Meat processing company JBS is trying to get fully up and running after the cyber attack, which the FBI attributed to a Russia-linked ransomware operation known as R-Evil. Another ransomware attack hit Massachusetts Steamship Authority, and the New York subway system confirmed that it suffered a cyber attack in April. The New York Times reports the hack was linked to Chinese hackers, but the damage was contained. There's really no preferred segment of the economy of these ransomware actors. Chris Krebs is the former director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Until we can uh, disrupt the profitability of the ransomware business model, these events are going to continue to happen. Now to Florida, CBS's Manuel Bajorquez has the story of a shootout between authorities and children who had broken into a home and found guns. 
shooting out the rear window toward my direction. That's Sergeant Donnie Maxwell taking fire from a 12-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl. Police say the two children had fled from a juvenile home northeast of Orlando. Put the gun down now! 10-4, they're shooting at me. Maxwell, with his gun drawn, mutters to himself. Don't let me do this. Police say they started shooting, striking the girl and wounding her after she came outside pointing a shotgun at the officers. The 12-year-old boy, who had been carrying an AK-47, surrenders, and the officers rush to administer first aid to the girl. 50 days till the scheduled start of the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Asia correspondent Ramey Innocencio says a surge in coronavirus cases has people at odds over whether the games should go on. Popular protest has engulfed the Olympic bubble, with Tokyo 2020 president Seiko Hashimoto forced to address concerns. All athletes will be in a bubble to defend their health, she said. And if an outbreak should happen, we must be prepared to go without any spectators. More infections and deaths are happening now compared to when Tokyo froze the games in March 2020. Political change is coming to Israel. Israelis celebrated in Tel Aviv as a new unity government is poised to oust Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu after 12 years in office. The end of Netanyahu is the best news that the Israelis had in a very, very long time. But there is also concern. What I think is you're going to have very immature leadership, a very inferior government. 49-year-old nationalist Naftali Bennett is slated to be Prime Minister. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. Ousted from Twitter and Facebook, former President Trump formed his own blog to vent about the election and his political opponents. Now, as CBS's Nicole Killian tells us... The webpage, labeled from the desk of Donald J. Trump, has been shut down after less than a month. The former president used it to post statements after he was banned from social media platforms, although some of the statements are still available on his Save America website. As for his next online moves, a Trump spokesperson says, stay tuned. Reports say Mr. Trump was disappointed by a lack of traffic on the site. Republican George P. Bush says he's running for attorney general of Texas. Bush is the son of former Florida Governor Jeb Bush. The move sets up a tough primary battle against incumbent Ken Paxton. Well, in Dallas, high school valedictorian Paxton Smith went off script in her speech to graduates, putting aside the one approved by school officials to condemn the new abortion restrictions signed into law last month by Governor Greg Abbott. There is a war on my body and a war on my rights, a war on the rights of your mothers, a war on the rights of your sisters, a war on the rights of your daughters. Smith said she expected someone to cut off her mic, but no one did, and she thought they might not give her a diploma, but it was not withheld. She's gotten social media praise from the likes of Hillary Clinton and comedian Sarah Silverman. Well, it's hard to imagine college basketball without Coach K. Duke's Mike Shashevsky says he'll retire after this coming season. CBS Sports college basketball columnist Gary Parrish says he's done it all. He is widely regarded. Mike Krzyzewski as the greatest college basketball coach of all time. He doesn't have as many championships as John Wooden, but given what he's been able to do in a totally different era, you could certainly make the argument that nobody's ever done this as well as Coach K. Coach K has won five national titles and a record 1,170 games at Duke and Army. Former player and current associate coach John Shire will succeed him. They've got that college diploma, but how do members of the class of 2021 feel about their professional prospects in a pandemic?
They spent their final university year in lockdown, deprived of those all-important internships. Yet more than 70% of the graduates polled by bestcolleges.com are optimistic about their future. We've conducted several surveys of this group in different contexts, and this optimism and this hopefulness keeps bubbling to the surface. Co-author Melissa Venable says these young people had to learn flexibility and adaptability to cope through the pandemic, and that's left them confident of facing the future. Vicki Barker, CBS News. In St. Charles, Louisiana, high school grad Devarius Peters had a problem. When he showed up for the ceremony, his shoes didn't meet the dress code. He was told he wouldn't be able to participate. Teacher John Butler stepped in with both feet. He gave the 18-year-old his shoes. Problem solved. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.